0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek, and today is Thursday, September 29th, 2022. Stocks have started the morning deep in the red with the S&P index down about 2.5%, the NASDAQ down over 3%, and the Russell index down over 3%. We see bond yields rising at the front end of the US curve and the front end of the UK bond yield curve. So even though the Bank of England is talking about intervening to buy long-term bonds, the short end is now the release valve. So we see continued volatility in fixed income and continued... volatility in equities. So even though we got a bounce yesterday in indices of over 2%, today we are seeing a dramatic risk-off environment. The VIX has spiked to over 33%, so we are still in a pretty scary environment in markets overall. We still have markets very concerned about deep global recession, about volatility, about leverage unwinds, and that will continue, in my estimation, until something changes on the policy front, both fiscal and monetary, globally. We also see commodities showing a bit of weakness down now, crude down about 1%, natural gas down about 4%, gold and silver also showing significant weakness down 1% to 2%, and of course, copper is about flattish today, so interesting to note a little bit of relative strength there. Uh, We see crypto down as well today, Bitcoin down about 3.5% so far today, and Ethereum down about 2% as well. So yeah, it's a a pretty rough day out there. We see a lot of tech stocks in particular down. In fact, all U.S. equity sectors are down today, but the technology sector is leading the downtrend. Also, the consumer discretionary sector also very weak, and real estate still very weak as mortgage rates continue to spike up around that 7% level in the U.S., and we also see CarMax down about 22% so far today after an earnings miss, so still noting weakness there in the used car market and perhaps uh, so showing some early signs of consumer weakness overall as well and maybe some pullback in the consumer. We did get unemployment, uh, weekly unemployment claims, and the U.S. actually had 193,000 unemployment claims. That's actually down. That's the lowest we've seen since the early spring timeframe. So the unemployment data still looks quite good on a weekly basis here in the U.S. Um, we're not seeing the flow through yet to uh, to overall jobs and employment, uh, at least not with the data we currently have. Other stocks deeply in the red today include any auto-related stocks like Carvana, Group One Automotive, AutoNation, Pinsky Automotive. We also see weakness in crypto-related stocks, Coinbase, etc. We see weakness in real estate. We see weakness in BNPL lenders like Affirm. And we see weakness in some of the solar power companies as well. Pretty much weakness across the board. There's very few stocks in the green, a few healthcare names and one-offs that are green. Uh, one stock in the tech sector, Palantir, that I see that's roughly flattish today. Uh, but we see pretty broad weakness even in the bigger tech stocks. Apple down 4%, TSM down another 4%, Tesla down almost 6%, AMD down over 5%, Microsoft down 2 and etc. So it's it's pretty uh, pretty broad-based weakness out there overall, and it'll be interesting to see where we end the day if this gets worse and the market continues continues to sell off, or if it stabilizes at some point here. In about two weeks' time, we'll have corporate earnings kicking off for the Q3 earnings reporting season. Of course, Q3 will close tomorrow. And it's going to be interesting to see what kind of impact the strong dollar is having. We know that the FX headwinds were pretty significant for multinational companies in Q2, and those should get worse into Q3 and possibly into Q4 if the U.S. dollar continues to strengthen against other major currencies. So that's going to be a headwind for U.S. corporate earnings now. Oftentimes, the market tends to shrug off earnings misses that are just based on FX headwinds, but this is becoming more of a problem for overall earnings, and I would expect to see a broad-based worry over the strong dollar. We're going to get Nike earnings after the close today, so that'll be an interesting early barometer of what that could look like. Meme stock Bed Bath Beyond reported earnings today as well. They showed a 26% drop in comparable store sales and a larger EBITDA loss than forecast. Stock's only down just under 3% so far today. It has been under pressure in recent weeks, uh, but these are still pretty pretty weak financial results overall, so Bed Bath Beyond not really getting the kind of fundamental improvement you'd want to see to see some potential gains in the stock other than you know these random short squeezes that it tends to undergo meme stock blue apron is also down 10% today after a 23% rise tomorrow it's been very volatile in recent weeks it's been as low as 3 or 4 dollars in the midsummer and then it went to 7 at one point and is now back just above the 5 range they are awaiting a close of the strategic investor transaction in which Joe Sandberg was going to invest $50 million into the business at $5 a share. We have not seen a filing indicating that that is closed. It is supposed to close by the end of September. It was previously expected to close at the beginning of September. It did not close. And that's the second time a close has been pushed back from Joe Sandberg. So it will be interesting to see if Blue Apron gets the liquidity that they are contractually supposed to get. Uh, this could be a, a pretty ugly situation if Sandberg does not close that deal. So I'll be interested to see if any filing drops in the next one to two days. We'll report back on that, of course, on the podcast. I mean, overall, I would say, you know, mean stocks are not necessarily something I'd be super interested in in the current market, given all the values that are finally starting to emerge here in stocks and just the deep sell-offs we're seeing even in large caps. So as I look at stocks like AMD trading at 14 times forward earnings and all the ones we talked about yesterday from, you know, PayPal to Salesforce to Meta to even Google and some of those stocks that are now showing what we might call value multiples, I think, you know, the the bar becomes a lot higher for incremental purchases of small caps or more risky stocks especially any companies that are still relying on the markets to be open for financing so i'm very very concerned about any companies that need to refinance debt or need to raise money in capital markets in the near term One interesting note here is that Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway continues to buy more shares of Occidental Petroleum, ticker symbol OXY. We had another Form 4 from Berkshire Hathaway yesterday showing purchases between the price of $58 and $61 a share. So they now own something like 194 million common shares and then I believe some preferred stock and warrants as well. So they've got to be getting close to about a 30% ownership rate. It's going to be interesting to see if Berkshire will eventually buy out the rest of Occidental or if they're just going to remain a very significant shareholder here. But worth noting that bullishness from Warren Buffett here on energy. As of today the S&P 500 is currently trading around just above 3600 and I think there's still downside for the overall index probably to around 3k if we do get earnings estimates cut for 2023 and possibly even lower if we get into a real severe market distress scenario but we probably have potentially another 15 to 20% downside on the overall indices if we do start to get broad based cuts in earnings estimates. We'll go ahead and wrap there for today. Tomorrow, of course, we'll cover Nike earnings, the personal income and spending data release out in the U.S., and some of the unemployment rate data coming out in Europe. Until then, have a great rest of your Thursday, everyone. Stay calm out there, and I'll see you soon. Cheers.